Hey friends, Dr. Joseph coming to you for day 20 of our podcast, and I'm going to be reading 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 23 through 25, and I'm going to be reading out of the New International Version. So uh, the Bible goes on to say, Stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. The sins of some are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. The sins of others trail behind them. In the same way, good deeds are obvious, and even those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden forever. These are probably some of the most interesting passages that you encounter here in 1 Timothy chapter 5. And when we read them at first, we, we can kind of say, okay, what, what's really kind of going beyond this? Because just a cursory reading, just a glance at these, uh, it can really take you down to some places that you just don't need to go to as far as theologically. And uh, these have often sometimes even been abused in order to justify certain actions. Uh, but really, we have to make sure that we understand the full context of what's being said. And so whenever you go back and you read through First uh, Timothy chapter 5, you're giving, uh, Tim, uh, Paul's giving Timothy a lot of directions on how to uh, lead as well as how to be an example, how to manage things within the church, and just how to deal with, with people in the church. And so whenever Paul comes here to the end of this passage, this chapter 5, uh, what we see is that he gives a little bit of some leadership principles to, uh, to Timothy. In fact, we even see this back in, uh, in verse 21 where he says, I charge you in the sight of God and Christ Jesus and the elect angels to keep these instructions without partiality and to do, not, do nothing out of favoritism. What a leadership principle that that was that you heard about before. And so here we come to this place in, in verse 23. It says, stop drinking only water and use a little wine because of your stomach and your frequent illnesses. And so Paul is speaking to, uh, to Timothy about a leadership principle. And apparently... Uh, as we know, in the culture of Ephesus, where where Timothy is planted, uh, that there would have been the abuse of alcohol, there would have been the the use of alcohol, and and whenever it came to some of these things, it became questions for people that were coming out of pagan backgrounds. They're coming into the church, and they're asking, "Hey, I know that this can." Uh, cause uh, me to not be sober. What what should I do in these moments? But but also the other issue that they were dealing with in Ephesus is that water was impure, and this was very common uh, in, in these areas of where you water was not the best thing in order to consume at this time. And what what Timothy was doing was he was setting an example to the people uh, of how uh, they were to live. They didn't have to live. Uh, with uh, with alcohol being the only thing to consume. But at the same time, uh, as Paul's demonstrating, he's showing, hey, I hear about you being sick. He just wants you to know, hey, it's okay to take this drink, not for the sake of purely pleasure or anything like that. He's saying, hey, it's okay for you uh, to take this drink in order for you to live and continue on in the ministry. It's not good for you to drink something that's harmful to you in order for you to um, to keep on 
uh, trying to be an example. And he's just saying from a personal standpoint, it's okay for him to have uh, to have freedom. And, and in fact, the way that it's uh, one commentator describes this is that Paul is simply saying that there's no good in an asceticism which does the body more harm than good, meaning that uh, he could say all day long that it's, uh, uh, it's you know, that, you know, partaking in alcohol is something negative to do. Uh, but at the same time, what he's saying is, hey, look, you know, you need that in order to live. And so it's this whole understanding of just sustenance and understanding of uh, moderation, understanding as well that uh, uh, having something like that is, is acceptable uh, to do. And so uh, people, it would not benefited him to have kept drinking water and to continue to remain sick. And so that's such a leadership principle to understand what Paul's saying here. Not really something of, you know, hey, yeah, you can, you know, drink alcohol and you're going to be fine. That's not what he's talking about, even though we understand. Yes, you know, somebody can have that. What he's saying is do it with a, a state of moderation. Do it with a state, uh, a motivation that this is purely a, a drink for you to partake in, not something to indulge in, not something to use as a way to um, gain acceptance or anything like that, which a lot, that becomes the motivation so often for people participating in that. And he goes on to say even something else. He says in verse 24, which relates here a little bit, he says, The sin of some are obvious, reaching the place of judgment ahead of them. The sin of others trail behind them. In the same way, good deeds are obvious, and even those that are not obvious cannot remain hidden forever. And he's just, once again, he's talking so much about the motivation of why we do what we do. He says, you know, if you took it in connection with what he's talking about in verse 23, he said, you know what? For the person that is consuming uh, alcohol for the wrong reason or any action, anything that they participate in with the wrong motivation, the wrong desire, anything like that, that's going to become obvious. Even if it's trying to be hidden, which a lot of people try and do, the reality is it's going to become obvious. It's going to be totally noticeable of what their motivation is. And for that, I mean, that's what Paul calls it. He calls it sin, right? These things that even they're, uh, they're thinking that they can hide away. He says, but for somebody that's doing things for the right reason, the right motivation, that is going to become plainly obvious. Even those things that they're doing sometimes in secret, that they're doing for the right reasons, those things are going to be obvious as well. You know, and I think that's just a great reminder for us as believers is, it's just to, to remember, you know, your character shines. And your character shines through in some of the darkest moments. And, you know, those are just sometimes the tests that we go through as believers. People ask the question, you know, what are we going to, um, uh, what are we going to do in this situation whenever there's a, uh, a question of something ethical? And, and people's characters as followers of Christ will always shine in those moments, even in the moments that they're not wanting it to. The reality is, is that people see it. They see it about about us as believers. And that's what we want to make sure that we're known about. I think back to about even what Jesus said, right? That your fruits are going to be known. People will know you by your by your fruits. And so people are going to be able to see that, see your character, those good things that you're doing to honor and glorify the Lord. 
But may we always remember as well that our sins are going to be revealed too for what they are. That even the sins that sometimes we try to hold in secret and our motivation for different things, that will reveal itself. And we've got to be careful about that. We've got to be careful of of what that looks like for us. You know, I, I think about sometimes before of, I remember growing up as a kid and, you know, I'd get a new pair of shoes and the worst thing you could do with a new pair of shoes is get them dirty. You know what sometimes what I'd try to do? I'd try to come home after I got those new shoes dirty and I would try to scrub off that dirt. And what I realized is that there's some dirt, you know what it does? It leaves a stain. And it, no matter how hard I try to scrub it, it's going to leave a stain. And I think that's true sometimes the way we think about our sin is that we try, whenever we try to handle it, we try to cover it up, the reality is, is that the stain is still there. And I remember the times whenever my parents would see that, and man, they would get on to me. Oh my goodness, I get in so much trouble. And it was simply because I didn't take it, I didn't confess it, I didn't admit to it, I tried to cover it up. And I think that's sometimes the way that we try to live. And so I, I say all this to say from a leadership standpoint for us, and how we lead our families well, and how we lead at work or at school, wherever we are, wherever we're planted in, within our families, you know, may our good deeds be obvious. And, and may we leave, leave and leave, lead a from a place of just simply being someone of good character and let that shine through more than anything else. And then the sin that maybe we're trying to hold on to in our lives, may we come to the Lord in repentance and faith, trusting in him, knowing that we are accepted as children of Lord of the Lord, that we can bring all these things and that that can give us joy even in the midst of those struggles. Friends, thank you again for this time. And as we're continuing on, uh, we look forward to seeing you again on our next podcast as we're continuing through First Timothy. God bless and talk to you soon. <music>